0: Hello, and welcome to the Psych and Business podcast, where we highlight the integration of psychology and psychological principles into the world of business and organizations. I'm your host, Dr. Ernest Wade. So as we did with the leadership development theories and models, when I talked about some of the foundational and fundamental behaviors and skills essential for a leader to focus on, I'm going to be focusing on some of the behavior, skills, and characteristics essential for a leader to have when they're leading a group. Or a team. So the first time we actually talked about what was really good for a leader to focus on in terms of themselves, focus inwards, and now we're focusing outwards on other people. We're going to be talking about some of those essential behaviors and skills that are essential for a leader to focus on when they're focusing on the team or the group that they're supposed to lead. We're going to be doing that the same way as we did with the leadership development theories. We're going to do one week where we talk about the team effectiveness Theories, and then we're gonna do the other week where we talk about one of these skills, behaviors, and characteristics. And I'm gonna be starting with influence because I really believe that influence is one of those critical and foundational leadership skills that you need to have when you're working with a group of people and you're trying to get them all to do the same thing. And you're trying to get them to follow you. And research actually shows that influence at work is one of the most important factors in the psychosocial working conditions for both employees and leaders' mental health. So influence is important all around. And even as a leader with formal leadership authority, it's important to be able to influence others to cooperate with you, even when they don't agree with you. You want people to follow you, not just because you are the leader with the authority, but because you are able to influence their behavior in a positive way in which they are then able to follow you, even in cases where they disagree with you. So effective leaders can accomplish goals by strategically influencing human behavior. So it's really important for leaders to become influencers. Now, when we influence people, it's not just about convincing people of something or to do something. It's about understanding how and why people act the way in which they're behaving, find ways to inspire them, support them as they change their behavior. So really, the amount of influence you have is really about your ability to affect behavior change in others as a leader. A formal definition that I came across when I was doing research is that influence can be defined as the interpersonal behaviors that are used to have a positive impact on the choices and behaviors of another person or persons, which I think fits in perfectly for defining influence when we're talking about leaders. It's how are you able to impact in a positive way the choices and behaviors of, of other people, whether it be in your team or in your group or or just the general audience that you're trying to influence. So as with all other things, I did research on this. And actually thinking about it, I'd actually read a lot about influence from a well-known researcher who is Cialdini. And Chaldini did a lot of research on influence and actually came up with principles of persuasion. He came up with six principles of persuasion that focus on how we as humans are influenced by others in our everyday lives. He really looked at it from the point of view of how we might be manipulated and how others like salespeople can take advantage of our fixed human action patterns, which are essentially the mental shortcuts and assumptions that we all use to fill in the blanks of our everyday experience. You know, As you're engaging in everyday experience, you are taking mental shortcuts for example, if you were in a crowd and the crowd started running, you are more likely to start running as well, right? If people start running in a crowd, you run as well. You may know the reason that you're running, but the fact that the crowd is running is a shortcut to tell you that you should run as well. But I think that if we think about it, these six principles of of influence and persuasion can actually be helpful for leaders especially leaders who are trying to influence the behavior of other people. Now, right off the bat, I want to say that we want to do this in an ethical way. We don't want to do this in a way that is negative, that is taking advantage of people. But really what we're talking about is engaging these psychological principles that can help us help convince other people to change their behavior in a positive way. So the six principles of persuasion that Cialdini uh, came up with were reciprocity, commitment consistency, social proof, liking, scarcity, and authority. Now, when I reread the book, Influence, I had to think a little bit more about how this could be applied to leaders and leadership behavior. Because as I said, he really takes it from the perspective of how these might be used to help manipulate humans and their behavior. But I think as leaders, this can actually be helpful. So let's walk through them and see what we come up with so the first one i want to talk about is reciprocity and this is repaying others when they do something for us and this is a pretty common behavior it's it's thought of as common decency that when someone does something for you you help them out as well so someone helps you out at work you help them as well and it creates a network of obligation and this is how society works so in the workplace i think as a leader really to take advantage of this to use this psychological principle of reciprocity you really need to demonstrate generosity and fairness within the team when you as a leader show a willingness to help and support team members it actually fosters a sense of reciprocity from the team members so for example if you as a leader can offer assistance Or resources to your team members, or even opportunities for something like professional growth, it encourages that culture of mutual support. So the more you are able to help your team achieve their specific goals and achieve positive outcomes, the more they are likely to want to help you do the same. The second one I want to talk about is the principle of liking. And I I really like this one, no pun intended. But liking, we're talking about where people are more likely to comply with your requests and want to help you because they know and like you. So building relationships is a a key factor here. And so to apply this as a leader, I think you really need to make sure that you're building strong interpersonal relationships. And leaders can really increase their likability by being approachable, being someone that people can come and talk to. And to do this, you really have to be genuine. You have to show genuine interest in your employees, in your team, and find common ground. Find things that are of interest to both of you and things that are of interest to your team members. A positive and friendly relationship between the leader and their team really fosters that sense of trust and cooperation. So the more that your team members like you, as a person, as a human being, the more they are likely to follow you and be influenced by you as a leader. The third one is a pretty common one, I think. Um, If we think about authority, authority is an easy one because people are hardwired to comply with the requests that come from known, acknowledged, and accepted sources of authority. So for example, teachers, doctors, judges, When they tell you things, you're more likely to do what they tell you because they are in this role. Most of us are conditioned to follow authority figures. So as a leader, it is important that you establish and communicate your sense of expertise, not just the authority that you're given, but demonstrate that you are an expert in the area in which you are leading. So as a leader, you can really build authority by showcasing your knowledge, your experience, your skills, your expertise, really. Providing relevant insights, sharing your expertise and demonstrating competence will make your team members more likely to trust and follow you and follow the guidance and the suggestions that you have for them. So the next one is social proof. And with social proof, we really decide what's correct based upon other people's thinking. So what other people think is correct, we will take on as correct as well. If a lot of people think it, we will also think it and believe in it. Perfect example. If a crowd is running, you will run as well, even if you don't know the reason. So as a leader, it's really important that you highlight the successes of other team members. Share those success stories. When team members and their peers achieve positive results, it creates a sense of social proof that encourages other people to follow suit, to also want to accomplish those positive results. So leaders that share success stories recognize publicly achievements and showcase the team's collective accomplishments really build a sense of social proof that the rest of the team can follow along with the next one is commitment or consistency and this is really simple because we as humans usually stick to a decision once we've made it and this is where the concept of cognitive dissonance comes in which we can talk about another time but in terms of commitment and consistency we as humans will even convince ourselves that our behaviors and beliefs align to a decision that we've made after we've made that decision. So for example, gamblers have been shown to demonstrate greater confidence in their decisions and their choices after they've made those choices and decisions than before. So as a leader, you wanna build commitment and consistency by starting small. Encourage small, voluntary commitments from your team members. And once someone commits, to those specific actions and have seen the positive effects, then you can really build up upon that consistency and that commitment to help them accomplish and commit to greater and greater goals and greater and greater uh, objectives. And the last one is really scarcity. And by scarcity, we mean that things are more appealing when they have limited availability. And as a leader, the way that you can engage in this principle is emphasizing limited opportunities. I think this is where you can be open and honest with your team and explain that resources are limited, opportunities are limited, timeframes are limited. And this is another way in which you can really influence your team to engage in an activity or take advantage of an opportunity or a resource while it's available. I definitely want to say again that incorporating these principles into leadership strategies requires thoughtful and ethical approach. The key is really to create an environment of trust and collaboration where your team feels supported and motivated rather than manipulated. By understanding and applying these principles as a leader, you can really positively influence your team and drive collective success. Now, there's a lot more research on influence and there's a lot more we could talk about in influence, but as always, this is a lot, so I'm going to leave it there. I encourage you to do some more research of your own because really when we're talking about influencing, we're really talking about communication. Communication is key when you're influencing other people. And we, we have an individual episode where we talk more about communication. So feel free to look that up. But again, there's so much information here. So let me say that if I was to pick one place where I would focus on, it's the liking principle, because I believe strongly in the power of building relationships. When you build relationships with your team members, with your coworkers, with your leaders, with anybody and everybody, it really helps to lubricate the working relationship that you have with them. And so I'm a strong believer in building relationships. So if you don't know where to start, start with the liking principle. All right. As always, a lot of information. I hope this has been helpful and I hope you will join us again next time.